because just as quick as we're going to get in, we are going to get out. We now turn the record over to the boys. Class D championship here in Section 10. It is your Hubelton Bulldogs taking on the Shattagay Bulldogs. Hubelton, winners of their first regular season West Division crown in school history this year with an 11-1 mark. Shattagay out of the East Division this year in second place with an 11-3-0 mark. These two teams, they scrimmage each other way back during the beginning preseason, maybe a little bit, but did not keep score. And, well, it's your Hubelton Bulldogs now in their purple unis, white numbers on the front and back going right to left here in this first half. Shattagay, maroon shorts, white jerseys, maroon numbers on the front and back. They're going left to right. And this far, first part of this first half being brought to you by Seaway Valley Prevention Council's Reality Check and Youth Decide as just like that. We're out of our Mort Backus Sons pregame show. You want to get out of the weather on Route 68 and welcome yourself into those two big green X's and big open bay doors that'll let you in. Keep all the weather and elements out until you get into the waiting room, and there you go, baby. And that can happen at Mort Backus and Sons. So now we wheel ourselves into this baby, Hubleton. The number one seed here in boys. Section 10 playoffs. Shattagay. They come in as the number two seed this season. Your Hewleton Bulldogs beating the Hammond Red Devils 5 to nothing in the first round. And then knocking off Harrisville 2-1 to one to get here. And like all the contests, this time of year, it could come down to one big goal. And if you're either team, you hope maybe to strike early again. Chattagay going left to right down the field in this opening half. The Bulldogs going right to left. Traffic controls in his feet over midfield for the Bulldogs. Plays a nice pass into the right side of the box. Steal on the run. Takes a quick shot. And a save made by the keeper. Oh, he pulled the trigger on the right leg quick on the right side of the box. And the keeper coming up with a big-time save. For Shattagay. Shattagay kicks it up over midfield. One of their guys goes down. That'll be a whistle here on the Hubleton Bulldogs under head coach David Steele. As we talked about, the first regular season West Division title in school history. Jed Crayford is their keeper defensively. Connor Dodd. Joshua Roble. Tanner Armstrong. Bryce Lake. Then you look at the midfield and Jordan Sawyer, Dustin Dodd, Jonathan Traffic, Keegan Kelly. You look up front in Noah Steele, Mauricio Jelinski. Unfortunately, the Hewleton girls, maybe you're just joining into this one, the Hewleton girls in the girls' Class D championship game lost in penalty kicks to Parrishville Hopkinton. And Chattagay works it deep on Hewleton, puts one into their box left side. Crafer will come out and grab it, kick it out to his left. Bulldogs try to gain control, can't keep it in their feet. Here comes Shattagay to Hewelton's box, but Hewelton clears it up across midfield to Jelinski. Jelinski now on the run off the left sideline into the left side of the box, brings it over to his right side, loses the ball. Shattagay's got it, and they bring it, kick it right up over midfield. Some speed being showed early by both these two teams here. It is rain-drizzled. It's a little less. It started to pick up in the overtime session of that girls' game, but it has lightened up here. Again, though, makes that ball slick and especially a little difficult for the keepers. And now working it deep down the field is Shattagay over on the left side of the field. 
and eventually near that left corner, they put one out to Chattagay across the goal line. So Hewelton with the goal kick out of their box here with 36 minutes, 33 seconds to go in this first half. And now a big boot by Armstrong. Hewelton eventually gets it in their feet. They kick it up over midfield to Trafton. Trafton chips it up ahead to Delinsky. Delinsky on the run, left side of the box. Chattagay comes over, clears it out to the right, out across the sideline. Trafton will throw it in. Off the right corner, about 10 yards. Thought this baby was actually going to start in a little while, more than it did. They didn't give the boys too much time to warm up. And now Hewelton sniffing down near that left corner. All of a sudden, it goes out across the goal line. We'll have a goal kick here out of the left corner. We're four minutes, 10 seconds into this first half. Hewelton zero, Shattagay zero. It's in a weird kind of way. We just did a game for, like, what, two hours and 44 minutes? It almost feels like an extension of this, but it's completely separate. Now ball high up in the air, and the keeper comes up. First shot again. Brandon Bombard grabs it out of the air and kicks it up to midfield. Roble with a nice header. Heads it back into the favor here of the Hewelton Bulldogs. Ball in the center of the field. Eventually, Traffin tracks it down, tried to dish it up to Zielinski, but Chattagay now with a booming punt up ahead, and they're all of a sudden working it into the right side of the box here on the Hubleton Bulldogs, and a kick that goes off Armstrong and the Bulldogs and out toward the right corner in the goal line will now set up a corner kick here for Chattagay. So both teams, Carlisle corner kicks early on here in the opening minutes of this first half. Here it comes. Low-line driver never comes into play on the side of the net. And I'm telling you, these are the things. Even though you don't think about it, early in the first half when you got the corner kick, it's, it's almost like you got to take it as if your life depended on it because all of a sudden you could be 90 minutes later in this game in overtime and what if maybe just, you know, you did everything right that you could. That's what it simply could come down to here this afternoon. Your Bulldogs moving right to left down the field, trying to work it up the right sideline, goes out in front of the Chattagay bench. Throwing by Chattagay off the left sideline as they go left to right down the field, have the ball middle of the field. Now outside of the box area, the Hubleton Bulldogs. And Bulldogs able to clear out. Dodd, nice effort there defensively, get a little bit of a break. But Chattagay quick to put it back here on Hubleton. Into the right side of the box. Here comes a shot. It's high in the air. Craper covering the left side of the net comes out and grabs it out of the air and will put a nice boot out to midfield. Off a shot of Gayhead, but goes backwards defensively. They will clear it up to midfield and out across the sideline. And now Roble. at midfield throws it in off the left sideline. Off shot of Gay. Traffin will now throw it in. He'll get it up ahead to Steele, and Steele is tripped up outside of the top left corner of the box, and this will be a direct kick here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. I really, as Hewelton scored here against Harrisville off a sideline throw, that was a good sideline throw by Travis. First Steele went to the line like maybe he was going to throw it down the line, and then he hooked behind the two Shattagay guys, and he just got tripped outside the top left corner. And now we get ready for the direct kick. Here it comes off the foot, high in the air, bouncing toward the box. And Shattagay got a piece of it. It went just wide left of the net and out. 
and that will set up a corner kick with 32 minutes and 39 seconds to go here. Traffin will take this out of the right corner, excuse me, left corner for the Hubleton Bulldogs. And now here comes the right-footed kick high in the air. Top center of the box area, Shattagay heads it out. They get it out to the right, and with one chip up to midfield, Robel steps up off his chest, got it back going in favor of the Bulldogs, then off Shattagay's feet, out across the right sideline at midfield. Quick Hubleton throw in, right back out, off Shattagay. Your exclusive home for Major League Baseball. Comes into the top left corner of the box. Steele trying to get a foot on it. And that's kicked by Shattagay. Defensive purpose is wide left of their own net out across the goal line. And yet again, set up another Hubleton corner kick. So early on, the Hubleton Bulldogs having some really good opportunities in the opening eight minutes and 20 seconds here to potentially put one into the back of the net. 31 minutes, 36 seconds to go here in this first half. Here comes the right-footed shot. It's a line driver. Up off the keeper's hands, and then he grabs it, loses it, scores! The Bulldogs, I don't know how it happened. I didn't see it. Oh, I think the keeper just lost it out of his hands. And oh, boy, the Bulldogs get an early biscuit here on the road at Potsdam Central School and got a 1-0 lead on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. It came out of the left corner, high in the air. The goalie jumped up, knocked it down, grabbed it, turned around. I don't know if he bounced it off one of his players out of his hands and gut. The next thing you know, it was in the bottom right-hand corner of the net, and Hubleton with an early lead here in this championship game. And now Shattagay working it left to right up the field along the left side of the field. And it's going to be credited to Keegan Kelly. I don't know if maybe the keeper dropped it and then Kelly put it in. I apologize, but there was about 18 people in front of the keeper and the goalie. But the most important part is the Hewleton Bulldogs got a one nothing lead and have struck early here in this contest. They were given opportunities, and eventually they cashed in on one here. And now Shattagay, middle of the field, puts one into the right side of the box. It's in the air, too far ahead for anybody else. Graper will come out, grab it out of midair, walk over to the right side of the box with the right foot, get it up towards midfield. Hewleton at midfield. Keegan Kelly trying to head it. Noah Steele comes over, jumps up in the air, knocks over the Shattagay player. That will be a whistle. So with 30 minutes, 15 seconds to go, the Hewleton Bulldogs, they got a big goal, baby. They must feel like they're on top of the hill right now. Well, if you want to feel on top of the hill with your next furniture or mattress purchase, Top of the Hill Furniture or Mattress now open in Hewleton, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 10 to 1, or by appointment. That's Top of the Hill Furniture and Mattress rooting on the Hewleton Bulldog Boys Soccer here team tonight. Go, dogs, go. And they've got a one nothing lead with 29.40 to go. They're working it in Shattagay's box, left side of the box. Shattagay comes over, clears it out to the right and out across the sideline. So Johnny Trafton out of the left corner, about 9 or 10 yards, will have the throwing off the sideline. 
So as there was no goals at all, except for the penalty kicks in the girls' Class D championship, the Bulldogs strike for the first. Just 10 minutes into this contest, and now off the throw-in, Shadagay off them across their own goal line. So Trashen now out of the right corner, where the last goal, the only goal here on the Holland Pump Supply scoreboard was scored from starting from. And now into the right side of the box, headed toward out in front, dribbling away from feet, and Shadagay able to clear up across midfield. Bulldogs play it over to the left. Roble doing a nice job keeping it in on the left sideline at midfield. Plays it to the middle of the field, but kick right back here on the side of the fence of the Dogs. We got 28 minutes to go and 36 seconds in this first half. We're going to take a break with some of our great sponsors and be back next year on the North Country Sports Authority. Autumn is a great time to check out the Chevrolet Silverado at Mort Bacchus & Sons. Whether you're planning to do those last-minute projects or thinking of heading to the woods, the Silverado has all the capability you need to get the job done. We've got great values on our remaining 2018s, and we invite you to stop in and see us on Route 68 or check us out online at mortbacchus.com. Find new roads with the Chevrolet Silverado and Mort Bacchus & Sons, where we've been taking care of the North Country for over 60 years. Hey, kid. Psst, over here. So, uh... You like what you see, huh? Look at all these pretty cigarette packages. Someday you're going to be old enough to buy them. Bet you can't wait. (laughs) Tobacco companies pay big money to place their displays in prominent locations and stores. The more marketing kids see, the more likely they are to smoke. See you next time, kid. Go to TobaccoFreeNYS.org to learn more. What's in store for your kids? The hurry up! Chilly! No hot water left shower! Not fun! So when your old water heater is leaking, sediments are built up, not putting out the hot water the way it used to, then it's time for a Bradford white water heater. All the hot water you want for laundry dishes and for long hot showers. Whether you need a gas, electric, or tankless one, for the house or commercial use, have your contractor get you a Bradford white water heater at Potsdam Plumbing Supply, Governor Plumbing Supply, Messina Plumbing Supply, or Holland Pump in Ogdensburg. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back. Just in case you're joining me, Christopher Spicer bringing the play-by-play now of the Boys Class D Soccer Championship from Potsdam Central School. The Boys Championships have all been decided, but Class D, the last one taking place here tonight, your Class A champions, Malone. Give it up for your Class B champs, the Canton Bears, with a 2-1 win over the Shamrocks, and then your Class C champions, with a 2-0 win over the Brush and Mawire Panthers, are your Madrid Waddington Yellow Jackets. They are all headed to the state. The Class D yet to be determined. Hewelton trying to punch their ticket. Unfortunately, the girls in the game before here losing to the Parisville Hopkinton Panthers in penalty kick 0-0 through regulation, non-sudden death overtime, then sudden death overtime, and then losing in the penalty kick. And, well, the Hewelton boys trying to reverse the fortune here, maybe win tonight, be the champs, and get into the state playoffs. Technically, the Hewlett girls considered co-champions this year of girls' Class C Section 10 soccer, but they had to win the penalty kicks in order to advance in the state playoffs. They didn't, so the Panthers do. But it's your Hewlett Bulldogs got an early goal just 10 minutes in 
Keegan Kelly for your Hewleton Bulldogs. And in the bottom back right of the net, after the goalie had it and then turned around and must have dropped the ball, and then Kelly put it in, or Kelly was nearest when it ricocheted when the goalie turned around and went off one of his own players maybe into the net. But a mishap goal, and Hewleton's got the one nothing lead with 25 minutes, three seconds to go in this first half. A Carlisle law firm corner kick here for the Shattergate Bulldogs out of the left corner. Comes bouncing into the box. Goes back out toward the left corner. And now off Hewleton. Out across the sideline. So Shattergate, 10 yards out of the left corner, will throw it in. Comes into the box. Hewleton trying to clear. Having trouble. Can't quite yet. Now we'll punch it out to the right. Out of harm's way and out across the sideline. So Shattagay, again, deep in Hewleton territory, off the left sideline, just out of that left corner, will throw it in. Hewleton clears it back to midfield. Nobody home except Shattagay. They kick it as Jelinski running toward the defender off of him. It bounces out in front of the Shattagay bench, so it'll be a Shattagay throw-in. Across from you and I, left sideline, Shattagay throws it in. Booted back to midfield by Hewleton. And then booted out to the left by Shattagay over their bench. And Hewleton will throw it in. Up near midfield. Off the right side of the field. Get it up to Jelinski. Jelinski on the run. Chips it up ahead over to Trathen. Trathen traps it off the chest. Plays it further into the left side of the box. Keeper comes out. Bombard. And grabs it. Steele was getting over there trying to get to it. But Bombard grabs it and rolls it out to his right. Hewleton Kelly trying to step up and eventually steals the ball away here from Shattagay. Now he's working it over outside the box, right side, takes a weak right-footed shot, couple hopper bounce to the keeper, Bumbar, and he picks it up for Shattagay, kicks it out to midfield. Nice foot there, though, by the Bulldogs, Bryce Lake. And then eventually Hewleton chips it ahead back in the box to Shattagay, but too far ahead for any of the Hewleton players and bounces to the keeper. He'll easily grab it. And play gets back to midfield here. Shattagay trapping it down over on the left side of the field here. This is a very tough situation to be in. If you're Shattagay, you didn't expect that goal to happen against you, but it did. Now you trail one to nothing. If you will, then we're able to sneak another in here in this first half. This game by far is not over. But boy, oh boy, that would really start to put a lot of pressure here on Shattagay. Shattagay does get it over midfield line, working it off the right side of the field. Now got a ball into the box. Looks like they got behind the Hewleton defenders, but the ball, instead of bouncing further straight toward the net and giving the chance for the Shattagay players to get to it, it had a little bit of spin and curled out to the left, and they weren't able to track it down. And now from way outside, top center of the box, they put a right foot in. It's way wide right across the goal line and a goal kick here for the Hewleton Bulldogs. Hewleton boys, if they win, from what I saw, would host the game right back here at Potsdam against the Section 7 winner. And it would be like a 7 p.m. game, but I got to tell you, the Section 7 winner, Shay Z, they're like ranked number one in the state. They may have not even been scored on so far this year. They are an absolute tough, tough team. I mean, even Class B teams like OFA, uh, Canton have already lost to him this year by, you know, two or three goals. So be a tough, momentous task if Hewleton 
could maybe beat them. And now Trafton working it for Hewleton. Outside the left side of the box on Shattagay. Cross pass to his right. Steele coming in. Puts a header on it, but it's way wide left. And a goal kick here for Shattagay with 21 minutes and 13 seconds to go. I know we got a long way to go, but we're just hoping, we're thinking forward that your Hewleton boys soccer team will keep their wheels on a bus going round and round a little bit. But seeing how that game would be right here in Potsdam, easier to get to the OFA Blue Devil football team off their huge win against Governor in the Class D Championship on Saturday. We'll be following them to Sable Valley Saturday afternoon and bring you that game. And Traffin now puts one into the box and Steele heads it and it goes into the right corner. Wow! Steele from the top of the box left side and it just kind of came from nowhere as Johnny Traffin kicked it into the box left side. It kind of bounced a little into the box. It's over to the left side of the box and Steele from just about just inside the top of it heads it. And it goes off his head into the right side of the net with some spin. And the Hewleton Bulldogs score with 20 minutes and 35 seconds to go in the first half and have a 2-0 lead here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Again, the one good thing if you are the Shattagay Bulldogs. So is that there's so much time left in this contest. Over 60 minutes to play, a matter of fact. But it's Hubleton. Ten minutes in, struck first. Ten minutes later, struck second. And now the Bulldogs working at right side of the field here, deep on Chattagay, but lose it. Wide right of the net out across the goal line. And it'll be a goal kick here for Chattagay. So Kelly, ten minutes in. Then 20-minute mark in, Steele with an absolutely beautiful header. Again, just inside the box left side. And, man, that had to go some distance, but it was off the foot of Trafton, and he put it off his head with just enough oof and a little bit of spin, and it spun into the right corner. And a keeper, Bombard, getting bombarded here by Hewleton Bulldogs early. And we'll take a break. Hewleton 2, Chattagay 0. Be back next on the North Country Sports Authority. 40% of our youth in New York State ages 12 to 17 gambled in the past year. A third of them started gambling at 10 years old. The top three past year's gambling behaviors were playing the lottery, lotto, and scratch-offs, betting money on raffles or charity games, and betting money on sports. There are many consequences to underage gambling. Even if they don't seem to be interested in you or paying attention, they're absolutely watching you as a role model. You, the parent, you, the community leader, and you, the teen, can make the difference in the choices they make. To learn more, visit YouthDecideNY.org. Disguised within things like your family history, breast cancer can strike any time. But as the only high-risk breast program in the region, our bodyguards can spot danger before it reaches you. It all starts with a simple questionnaire to identify your early risks. Then our team can protect you from harm and bring you peace of mind. Visit claxtonhepburnorg bodyguard to complete your questionnaire. Because defending your tomorrow should start today. Over 20 million Americans have problems with substance abuse. Many right here 
in our North Country communities. It's time to stop the denial and do something about it. It's time to stomp out the stigma. On the road to recovery, you don't have to do it alone. Help is a confidential phone call away at 535-1325. A free service from Community Health Center of the North Country. You're listening to AM1400 ESPN's live coverage of high school sports. Your North Country sports leader is AM1400 ESPN. Back to Chris Spicer. All righty, I welcome you back inside the Richard Winter Cancer Hey, I'll tell you, back-to-back championship Monday, getting a little delusional here. Rain still continues to fall slightly at Potsdam Central School. But the boys, Class D, Section 10 championship game inside of Richard Winter Cancer Center broadcast booth. Inside, but outside, up and down the track, it's mobile, baby. And, well, your Hewelton Bulldogs have been mobile here in this first half, striking 10 minutes in, just in case you're joining me, Keegan Kelly. And then 10 minutes later from that, Noah Steele with a pretty header into the right corner of the net, and that is where we stand, 2-0 here on the Howland Pump Supply scoreboard. Unfortunately, the girls fallen earlier in the evening hours to Parishville Hopkinton in penalty kicks after... Non-sudden death and sudden death overtime didn't settle it. It was still 0-0. But the Hewelton boys have been able to strike twice early in this contest here and are just another goal away from putting the Hewelton Bulldogs, or excuse me, the Shattagay Bulldogs to rest early perhaps. But then again, Shattagay, if they can work it down on Hewelton, they are just one goal away from getting themselves right back in this game. Shattagay gets it towards midfield. So far, Hewelton winning the battle in this first half, not just with the goals, but with the opportunity and working a little more on the side of the fence here at Shattagay. And now Jelinski was tripped up, left side of the field, deep in Shattagay territory. So now coming over, Noah Steele will take the direct kick from the left side of the field, puts it on the ground, tips up into the air, rolls into the left side of the box and out, Shattagay tries to clear, kept in down off the left goal line and corner, and then trying to play it out front here are the Hewelton Bulldogs, but the keeper, as it rolled out in front of the net, will come out and grab it. DeMars had tried to play it out front, but a wise decision by Bumbar to sneak out and grab it, and now just like that, Shattagay making the run up the field here on the Hewelton Bulldogs. Working along that left sideline, get it down into that left corner eventually. Two Bulldogs trying to fend against the one Shattagay player. Goes out across the sideline in the left corner. Quick throw in by Shattagay. Off Shattagay's foot, across the goal line and out. And it'll be a goal kick here for the Hewelton Bulldogs. 14.52. Well, we got a missing ESPN banner. Maybe you can help me out, man. I don't know. Maybe we got some upset Governor Pans or something. That the Blue Devils knocked them off 28 nothing, but I actually forgot it at the football field. The governor asked one of my clients, since he was coming to Augensburg tonight, to pick it up and maybe bring it back and drop it off the stations. He said it was nowhere to be found. So hopefully somebody picked it up for me. I would have thought they would have let me know, or maybe somebody from governor, they just disliked the Blue Devils coming in there and rumbling up and eating them up. And winning that Class C championship game 28 to nothing. Governor outstanding regular season. Third undefeated season in a row. Great team. 
But the Blue Devils defense held them in check to 52 yards rushing on the ground. And your Blue Devils into the state playoffs next weekend up at Osable Valley against Saranac. And that'll be a Saturday, 12.45 pregame, 1 p.m. kickoff time. Can your Blue Devils win that game? Absolutely. Can your Hewelton Bulldog Boys soccer team win this game? Absolutely. They're in a good position. 13.46 to go in the first half. 2-0. But it's Chattagay in the maroon shorts, white jerseys, room numbers front and back, working left to right up the field. Working it over to the left side on the Hewelton Bulldogs. One of the defense, it might have been Armstrong, came up with a header and got it back to midfield. As Chattagay settles it down, back into their feet. Work it outside, the left side of the box, and it comes into the box. Coming over is Crayford, and he'll just roll it lightly out up to Lake. Lake kicks it up to midfield, trying to hook it up to DeMars. DeMars over to his right to one of his defensive partners. Hewelton clears it over midfield, headed right back on Chattagay. Shattagay works it over the right sideline, or excuse me, Hewelton working it over near the right sideline, but Shattagay comes over and kicks it out to their left. Right out in front of the Hewelton bench. Oh, Jiminy Crickets in the wild frontier. Thank you, sir. We got an update from the OFA football team that that high school football game is going to be Friday night at Plattsburgh High School now. So that is a change from what it was going to be. It was going to be Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock at Sable Valley. But now your OFA Blue Devil football team will be playing Friday night at Plattsburgh High next year's draft class does not have a quarterback situation that's an easy one to answer and there is no sure bet of who's going to be out there for you Jameis Winston next year is due 20 like I said 20.922 million dollars right that would make him the 19th highest paid quarterback in the NFL next year that is not a bad number for a quarterback even if they draft a quarterback that would be on a rookie deal they could still afford to keep Jameis Winston on the team until they figure out what they have. Because ultimately, even though I don't think Jameis Winston is the answer, I don't think that there's another viable answer sitting out there that's easy to figure out. So for a smaller fee than other guys, you keep a guy that's detrimental to your team in both on-field performance and potentially also in terms of culture. A guy who you can't necessarily trust to be out there, who at any moment could bring more shame upon your organization for all the the off-the-field stuff. A guy you're basically saying when you say, oh, he'd only be the 21st 
most expensive quarterback in the league, and that's better. You're saying, well, let me sell you this car. It doesn't run, but it does cost less than other cars that do. No, I'm asking the same question uh, that, that Adam Schefter, frankly, asked the Golden Comingo guys this morning. Who are you replacing him with? We're all sitting here saying he shouldn't be the quarterback next year. But who are who are we going to replace him with? There isn't a, there there isn't a big free agent quarterback that's going to be out on the market. There isn't any sort of like right now. If you just do a Google on who the biggest uh, Google search on who the biggest free agent quarterbacks of next year would be, uh, it's Tyrod Taylor, Teddy Bridgewater, Brett Hundley for the Packers, and that's if none of those guys stay where they are, and if none of those guys figure out other options. I don't think there's an easy solution because they didn't address it in the draft this year. The only solution in my mind, even if they draft a guy, you're st- if they draft a guy, he costs them nothing. They're still going to have to keep something around 